Blog Talk Radio. All right. Welcome to the Digital Meet and Greet. I'm your host, some guy named Jay. And tonight we have on Coach Lee of Memorable Moments by Lee. Uh, but before I bring her on, we're going to just kind of start the show with a song. I usually just play the song, but, you know, sometimes when you're going live, you have issues and kind of get stuff to work properly. <laughs> but uh, we don't we don't uh, go on because it's, uh, you know, because it's ready. We go on because it's, because it's Tuesday and it's 9 o'clock. <laughs> so, uh, so bear with me. All right. Here we go. Samuel E. Leon. Easy music. Sitting on my door. Resurrect and say, Set it off right with the new single Suavemente from Samuel e. Leon from the House of Leon. And again, you're listening to the digital meet and greet 
with your moderator, some guy named Jay and JT. Before we bring on our guest, Coach Lee of Memorable Moments by Lee, I just want to give a quick shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to Petty Meme Syndrome, clothing and apparel. Definitely check out the clothes and the merchandise by visiting www.pettymemesyndrome.com. Shout-out to Sabrina for her wonderful products. Yes, yes. All right. Let's go on ahead and bring on JT. JT. Yo, yo, what's up, Jay? Yes. <laughs> Just doing a show as usual. No doubt, man. Good to be uh, back on the digital meet and greet. I know we got a dope show on deck tonight. Appreciate everybody that's tuned in and listening in tonight. Looking forward to a great show. Yes, I certainly am as well. All right, let's go ahead and bring on our guest, Coach Lee. Coach Lee, how you doing? Hello, JT and Jay. Hey, how you doing, Coach Lee? I am doing very well, very well. How are you two doing? Les, Les is doing the show. That's doing the show. Good. Mhm. Yeah. Now, uh, now, Coach Lee. You know, we want to talk about. We want to talk about your upcoming event on the ninth at the Water Bean Coffee House. Yes, I am so excited for that event that's coming up. So let me tell you about the event. The event is called Let's Talk About It and Overcoming Grief, Abuse, and Trauma. Throughout whew, this past year, and a year, almost two years, everyone has experienced a lot of trauma, grief. And I'm not going to say everyone experienced abuse on it, but everyone has experienced some type of trauma and grief grief during this past almost two years and it's going to be still ongoing so not only because of that also this is domestic violence awareness month it's also breast cancer awareness month as well so my thing my goal my vision is to let people know it's okay to talk about your trauma that you're experiencing it's okay to talk about the grief to talk about the abuse because myself I used to think it wasn't okay to talk about it and hold it all in. So I, create, I my vision was to have this event to have speakers come out and share their stories so that the audience can know, oh, my gosh, I'm not alone. I'm not by myself. I'm not the only one that's going through this. I'm not the only one that experienced it. So it's letting everyone know to bring awareness that you're not alone. It's okay. Let's overcome this issue. Let's overcome that abuse. Let's overcome that pain you're having and walk into the the journey of healing. Because let me tell you, for so many years, I was deeply wounded. 
when I say deeply wounded, I was holding so many people accountable for the wounds that I carried within me because I didn't understand. I didn't feel like anyone was would understand me as well. Or if I didn't understand myself, how can I expect someone else to understand me? So I was walking around with this heaviness because I was so severely wounded. So me having this event is creating this space so that people are not walking around with that heavy burden of them wounds when you down. So also in the event, not only is it going to be spoken um, speakers sharing their story, it's also going to be spoken word audits. And then also a DJ, because I don't want the environment to stay heavy, so I want the DJ to uplift everyone with his beats. He's an amazing DJ. I loved him when I heard him, so I was like, yes, I need to have him, because he uplifts me. He had me in a vibe of, yes, I'm energized, and that's what I want everyone to feel. And for the speakers, it's like you have overcame what you experienced, and we're celebrating them as well. So it's not just hearing someone's story is you hearing a story and you also celebrating you celebrating yes, yes. the fact that you are you are important hashtag me first it starts with you to know that you are important so i that's the vision i have i mean the vision is so bigger than what i can even express but that is the main part of the vision and for me to say and let me also say for those who don't know who i am I am Coach Lee. I am Alicia, a.k.a. Coach Lee, and I am a self-love and holistic healer. My mission is to help assist in healing millions around the world, the globe, because there's so many people that are suffering in silence with inner child wounds that need to be addressed, that need to be healed, is adults walking around with stuff that happened to them when they were children and that still affects them to this day. So I just wanted to be, I want to be able to impact, touch, embrace, and heal millions of people. That is my mission. That is my goal. People know it's okay to love yourself. It's not selfish. Hashtag me first is a movement to touch, to embrace, to acknowledge, to express who you are and knowing you and loving you and knowing it's okay. I know I said a, oh, yes. a, a mouthful. <laughs> oh, yes, definitely, definitely. Oh, yes. And uh, speaking to the DJ, uh, speaking about that, well, well, there's a lot of things you, well, I'm going to go back and touch on. Uh, but going back to what she said about the DJ, I know you got DJ Wolf, who is also the yes. DJ from uh, – Yes, he was also a DJ from uh, Blacktopia Presents uh, Soulful Saturday with uh, with headliner Tammy Thomas. Uh, you know, he rocked the crowd. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm glad that you uh, that inspired you to, you know, reach out to him. And also, who is the amazing host? Who's going to be the amazing host? Oh, just, just Mr. from that angle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. So yes, I'll be I'll be hosting the event and 
Y'all come out. You know, uh, I'm going to be on the mic. I'll behave this time, I think. I don't know. We'll see. So, uh, just, let uh, it flow, however you like. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I certainly will. <laughs> Yeah. Now, now, who are who are some of the speakers that will be that you know that will be attending? Um, give me one sec. One of the speakers it was, but she just let me know that she has a family emergency that day and she will not be able to attend. But the other speaker is Nicole Nicole. I don't. I don't want to. I'm no. I'm probably butchering up her name. I apologize, honey. But she also was at that same event, and she did some spoken words at your event with the Soulful, um, what was your event called? I apologize. Oh, oh Soulful, Soulful Saturdays. Saturdays. Soulful That's Saturdays. Nicole. I say that, but I ain't going to be wrong. Yeah, she is also a speaker this Saturday, so you definitely have to come out hear her story. Let her share her story. Yes. And... Um, two of the spoken word artists is one of them is my daughter, Adore, and she had she's branding out herself with her um, new brand and new label called Adorn. She because she's an artist, she she paints. Uh, oh my gosh, I just I'm just about to be bragging on my baby. She paints. She's a spoken word artist, and the other uh, spoken word artist is Ty. And she is also amazing. She didn't spoke at she didn't spoke at my event in the past pre corona. And her spoken word, oh my gosh, will light you up. She's actually having an event tomorrow that I'm gonna try to attend as well because her spoken word just have you like I lost the words. <laughs> That's all I can say mm-hmm. for how she speaks. So it's like I love when I hear her pieces because I can tell it comes directly from the heart, just as well as my daughter adore her when she's speaking. It's you can tell that spoken word is coming from their heart. It's not something that they just was like, oh, let me throw it together. It's it's deep. So yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yes, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing the poets spit, you know, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm I'm excited for this moment to come. Hey, Coach Lee. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. I want to ask you, where did um, the origin or the inspiration come for you to do the many different things that you have now um you know, perfect it within your skill set. For this event or overall? Well, overall, we're going to give the audience some background. Where did, where did it all start for you? So a little background on me. I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland, and I, now I currently live in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I've been, I've been in multiple domestic violence relationships. I've watched my mom and my aunt be abused by my dad and by my uncle. So it was so hard for me to know what it was to feel love and to love myself. I was angry. I had an attitude. I used to run away and hide in the basement because I did not feel like no one cared about me. 
I didn't feel like no one loved me. So once I got to a place where I'm like, I feel stuck, I feel trapped, I had to get out of Baltimore. And I was like, well, where am I, where am I go? I prayed, literally prayed on it. And this was before my meditation days. I literally just sat there and prayed, God, show me what to do. Where am I going to go? Because I cannot take it no more. I had just got out of uh, four years. A four, four and a half year severely abusive relationship. And after the relationship, he just continued to stalk me. No matter what type of restraining order we had, he still would pop up at my job. He would, I would leave to go to work or wherever I was at. He would be standing at my car. So I was like, I cannot live like this in fear and trap. So. I prayed, and what came to me was Charlotte, North Carolina. I never even heard of Charlotte. I heard of Chapel Hill, Raleigh, Durham. And I'm like, who lives in Charlotte? Like, what's in Charlotte? So I just was led to come here, and once I got here, I just kept hearing over and over, share your story. And I was like, I have no story to share. Why am I keep hearing this thought constantly in my mind to share my story? It was God talking to me, telling me I needed to share my story. Before I even started sharing my story, I was like, well, let me go ahead and volunteer at the domestic violence shelter. Maybe I can, you know, leave Lena helping hand there. But I still had so much fear in me that I went through the whole process of the paperwork, and it's extensive. And I just was like, I'm not submitting it. They don't want me there. They're going to look at me and think I'm a, um, I'm a fake because I didn't been through this stuff and I didn't. I'm not really healed, and I just had so many crazy thoughts going on in my head. A couple years after that, that's when I had got sexually assaulted at work. And once I got sexually assaulted at work, I was severely depressed. I was, like, at my lowest I can ever feel. And I was, like, I thought being in a domestic violence relationship was hard. This was even hurtful. And what made it hurt even worse is because I was a program manager at the time, and they told me, when I went to HR, they told me, well, you need to confront him and let him know that he's supposed to do this and so they could be suspended from the program. So not only did I just get sexually assaulted from this person, now I got to confront them and let them know they was wrong for doing it to me and in that they are suspended from the program and can't come back. So that weighed real heavy and I had to finish out the rest of the work day so now I'm sitting there in my office pretending nothing happened because I have to still continue to run the program I still had staff that I was had to assist in so much going on once I left that day I was like I don't know what to do like I did not know what to do I went back to work the next day, which was hard. I had an anxiety attack the whole drive there. And once I got there, I let them know I need some time off. Took time off. And that time off, I started talking to a therapist. But then they was like, yeah, well, you only can get this amount of days off. If you don't return after that, you're fired. And now I'm sitting up here like, I still have therapy sessions to finish. How I, I'm not mentally ready to come back to work. 
So I was battling with, do I go back to work so I can still have a job, or do I get my mental together? Do I get my mind right? In the midst of all that, I made the decision that was best for me. I said, I'm not going back there. I cannot go back there because even if I go back, the person that I had to suspend for three days is still going to be there. And I'm not mentally ready for that. Once I made the decision to take stand for myself, I felt a little empowered. I got a coach. I continued my therapy session. I started working on my mental. I started working spiritually, being more spiritually connected. I started working out. I started doing things that I had to do for Alicia. And I was like, this is what I needed to do. I was basically in my healing process. And not only was I healing that wound that opened, I started healing other wounds from my childhood, from the abuse that I was going through at that time when I went through it, stuff that I put behind me that I didn't want to face. So when I was going through all of that, I kept hearing push through the pain. And I knew by the time I got finished pushing through that pain, I would be a whole new person. By the time I did that, when I tell you I had to face stuff I thought I buried, but I still had to face it in order for me to heal, in order for me to grow, in order for me to be where I'm at now. So it was like I had to do some really deep digging. And once I did that, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I really love me. I love how I feel. It feels so good. I just felt so enlightened. I felt lighter. I felt happy. Like, I will wake up so happy and joyful. When I felt like that, I said, uh-uh. I got to help every. I got to help more people feel like this. I have to. There's no way in the world I cannot. And that was right then and there, I knew that was my assignment. Also, let me add, in the past, so many people used to come in my life, and I used to feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm building this person up. I'm fixing this person. And then they just leaving out my life. What's wrong with me? It was nothing wrong with me. What it was, I didn't know that was my assignment. I did not know my purpose was to assist people with loving themselves and healing. And once I realized all them years that passed that I did that, I was like, that's what I was doing. Everyone is not meant to stay in your life. You do what you're called to do for them and release them. And that's why I said, oh, my gosh, loving yourself is the best feeling because once you love you, you're showing others how to love you. This is what I need for me, and what I'm doing for me is reflecting out. It's showing the light of it, and now everyone knows how to treat me accordingly. People know how to love me that way. People know how to respect me that way because I'm showing it what's already within myself. So I'm, I know my assignment is to assist others to feel the same way of learning how to love themselves, learning how to embrace themselves, learning how to express themselves, and knowing that it's not selfish. It's okay to have self-care every day. It's okay to love yourself every single day. 
It's okay to embrace you. Give yourself a hug. Tell yourself, I love you. Look in the mirror and say, I love you. Flaws and all. I love you. I am beautiful. I hope That's that answers right, your girl. question. Child. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. You, you, know, you definitely answered the question and, and gave our audience the insight that, that was needed because it also explains that this event on the 9th, it's a reason why that event is going to be epic, but it's also going to be impactful, and it's also much needed. And so kudos to you for even bringing your vision to life. And anybody that's going to be in attendance at that event is definitely going to be impacted. And that within itself is something that it's a proud moment. And even after the event, you're going to reflect back and realize that you you impacted a whole lot of people, you know what I'm saying, in just this one in this one setting on October the ninth. Yes, thank you. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Oh yes, oh yes. Definitely. Um, well, I want to say that right now there's a uh, you know there's a lot of people streaming, of course, or, or a good amount of people streaming, but nobody's in the queue. Uh, so let's go ahead and get some people in the queue. Uh, and I know we, you know, we kind of promoted at the last minute, but it's all good. Like I said, the show must go on. We don't go on because it's ready. We go on because it's nine o'clock and it's Tuesday. So if you're streaming <laughs> and you want to jump on, yes, if you're streaming, you want to jump on and want to ask some questions to Coach Lee, you're welcome to do so. If you're streaming from your phone, just press one. If you're call if you're streaming from an app, a third party website, a link or any of these other things you can listen to and you may not have the number right in front of you, that number is nine two nine four seven seven three eight seven two. And then press one and we'll bring you on. We're talking to Coach Lee. She's sharing a lot of great information. She's talking about her past and what led her up to the present and uh, how she's healed and how she's healing other people. And um, and her methods are very effective, uh, you know. And also, um, if you're streaming, join us in the self love group as well, the self love Facebook yes. group. Oh yes. Um, yeah. Now, Coach Lee, let me ask you this: uh, uh, Did the sexual assault happen when you moved to Charlotte, or was it back in Maryland? It was actually in Charlotte, in Charlotte, but I was sexually assaulted when I was younger back home, back home in Baltimore, and I never knew that I was sexually assaulted until it happened to me again at work here in, when I, since I've been living in Charlotte because it, it automatically, when that happened, brought me back to that moment when I was younger. I was like around 15. So me being sexually assaulted as an adult, it brought that adolescent memory as well. So I went back to being that 15-year-old when that happened. So it was really, that's why I was like, it was so hard for me to even deal with it or face it and was like, wait a minute, what just happened? Everything, my whole being, my whole mind, my whole body went right back to when I was 15 years old when it happened. Because it was it brought up a wound that I thought I I ignored. While a lot of times yeah. you, you think 
let me sweep something under the rug, let me try to forget about it. But if you don't properly heal that, it will come back to surface no matter what. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, that, that. I also have another question, too. But before I ask, I just want to throw it back out there. For anybody that's streaming on your phone, if you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. We're talking to Coach Lee. So if you're streaming from your phone, just press 1. And we'll bring you on. We'll bring you in, the, you know, if you want to ask her a question, if you want to, you know, make a comment or anything you want to say, or even if you want to say, hey, it's a great show, I'm just going to sit back and listen, you're welcome to do so. Just press 1 if you're streaming from your phone. If you're streaming from an app, third-party website, link, anything like that, and you don't have the number, the number is 929-477-3872. And then press 1, and we'll bring you on so you can you know, ask a question to Coach Lee. And, uh, and and none of this, oh, well, it's her time to shine. No, no, this is a digital meet and greet. It's for this. It's an interactive show. So, you know, you're not, if you want to come on and even plug yourself, you're welcome to do so. So this is interactive. It's not, you know, that it's not like everybody used to listen to the podcast, you know, where they just press play and they go wash the dishes or whatever. But, you know, this is an interactive show. We want you to talk back. You know, y'all like talking back anyway, so now's your opportunity. Y'all like to talk back when nobody wants you to talk back. <laughs> talk back. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Coach, let me ask you this. Um, now, you, I know in the in the self-love Facebook group you say that, uh, you know, when people are damaged or they're hurting and things like that, they attract that same kind of energy. I, I know I'm. I know I'm paraphrasing. I know I'm probably misquoting you, but you, you get what I'm saying, right? What, what was the exact quote, if you don't mind? Uh, we attract you, how you we worded. Are. We attract who mm. we are. Are hurting, painful. That's who you're going to attract. That's why they say hurt people hurt people because mm-hmm. they hurting, so they want somebody else to hurt. And at the same time, think about this: if you're somebody that always talk about I can't stand this I don't like this I don't want to do this you got to think about the people that you're around what are them people that you're around doing they saying the same thing y'all sitting around not doing nothing y'all don't have no goals y'all don't have no ambition they're the people you attract also you got to know that you create your own reality so if you constantly saying that type of stuff that's what's constantly happening to you like, when you think about it, the universe don't know if you want something or not. It just knows that that's what you're thinking and that's what you're speaking because the power is in the tongue. So once you start keep saying certain things, oh, that's why I attract that low-life person in my life? That's always being mean yeah. to me? Oh, because when behind doors, I'm being mean to myself, calling myself names, saying I'm this, I'm that, and then I'm wondering why other people are saying the same thing to me. I used to be like a person, oh, my goodness. It, I used to be like, everybody's so disrespectful. Nobody don't. Nobody ain't respecting me because I wasn't respecting myself. I had a reflection. Oh. I ain't even showing myself respect, but I want anybody else to respect me. How does that work? If I'm not respecting me, how I expect somebody else to respect me? So, oh, yes. yes, you attract who you are. 
what you're saying and what you're doing is who you're bringing forth to you and your reality. Mm-hmm. You create your own reality. Yes, yes, absolutely. And and uh, it's kind of like a snowball, you know, or, or like a, I guess that's the right kind of metaphor to put with it. Like, you know, when a roll a snowball down the hill and it's collecting other snow, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, or, or, you know, I guess if you're, you're, yeah, I thought I had a point, but I guess that's the same kind of thing. Snowball, <laughs> domino effect, yeah, it is. It's all the same. Like, so you have to really be mindful of what you're saying and also thinking about, think about, what are you, what's going on in your current being, what's going on in your body, your mind, the thoughts you're saying, what's going on, and the people you surround yourself with, the people that you be around all the time. It's like, oh, we all ain't doing nothing. We just sitting up here complaining. That's yes. not, how are you leveling up? How are you elevating? You're not. I used to be yeah, one of the people. <laughs> Exactly. Yes, like everything that I speak and teach, I experience it. And I tell, when I have my coaching um, sessions, I let them know all the time. I'm not going to sit up here and try try to teach you something I have no clue about. I experienced it. I've been there. I've done it. I educated myself on it. I researched on it. I healed from it. I'm not going to coach no one on something that I have not. If I get to the point where somebody asking me a question and I'm like, I'm not there yet, but I can, I can send you to someone that is. Oh yes. Oh, when it yes. comes to the healing journey anyway, I'm still healing. Like I'm still in the process because it's every day you be a new you. So you wake mm-hmm. up, you, you, a new version of who you were. You're not the same version you was yesterday. So when you think about it, every day we live and die. We, and oh, yeah. even if you're looking at to the aspect of your cells are constantly dying off and replenishing. So that's you. That is you. Your cells and what's going on in your body is constantly working. And some of them cells have to die off. They have to shed away. And a lot of them, new ones is coming. So when it comes to, like, the dying and healing, you have to die a little anyway to remove stuff, to release stuff in order for you to get to the next level. Oh, yes, true indeed, true indeed. Um, Yeah, so this makes me want to ask several other things connected to what you were saying. Um, But, yeah, well, the reason I was actually bringing that up in the first place is when you talked about the uh, the multiple, you know, abuses that you had. Well, I guess that, like I said, explains it. And you said you weren't even respecting yourself. That also brings people to, like, they don't they treat you like you're less than as well. I mean, not saying that they should, but that it's like it's all connected. Like, if, if you, you know what I'm saying, I guess? Yeah, uh-huh. yes, it is. Yeah, it really is. Because if I... Yeah was in a space of really truly loving and respecting myself and accept and accepted nothing less than what what that was, I wouldn't there's no way in the world I would have been like, Oh no, that's not a goddess would never. <laughs> yes. 
Oh yes, oh yes, Wendy. Uh, how 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 did you? So and the way you you felt like you disrespected yourself was just basically talking down on yourself, or how 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 did you not? How was you not treating yourself good? How uh, how did that look? You know, because because I think some people they don't you know people always like to say oh I'm a queen I'm a king but then they don't treat themselves. Like they're like they're you know you feel what I'm saying like they say these platitudes right. to make so, themselves feel good, <laughs> yeah. But they're not. It's nothing that they're doing is reflecting it. So when you felt like you were disrespecting yourself, how did that? How did that, Elisa, look? How did that that coach? Well, you weren't Coach Lee yet. <laughs> what how did coach that? <laughs> how did that person yeah. present herself? First of all, yes, she ma'am. wore a mask. She, so she mm-hmm. was. She had a cover-up. Around everyone else, she looked like she was all put together. When she's in the house alone, she's constantly crying, constantly giving up on herself, not wanting to live. It's so many times I had not just suicidal thoughts. Like, I didn't took pills. I didn't felt like it's one time I can really remember my children was going somewhere with their dad at the time, and I called him crying, saying, tell my children I love them because I don't know if I'm going to see them tomorrow. So little stuff like that was me not only not loving me, but I didn't even have enough respect for myself. I didn't have enough respect for myself that even going outside around people, the stuff that I was allowing people to even say because I was saying the stuff to myself, calling myself names. You so stupid. Nobody don't like you. Nobody don't care about you. Look how dumb you is. You can't even get this right. Little things like that was downing myself, constantly downing yourself, putting yourself in that real low vibration. That's disrespecting you. You're not showing yourself enough respect to uplift you. You are basically, like I said, the power is in the tongue. Life and death comes from the tongue. So I was basically killing myself by saying stuff like that. And I was saying stuff like that because I didn't feel worthy enough to live. Because I didn't have no love for me. And since I didn't have love for me, no matter how much somebody tried to show me they loved me, I didn't believe them. Like at all. So the words that you say. Speaking means a lot. And then your actions start following behind your words because I will say certain things and I'm walking around also with the attitude. Very, I was very mouthy. If you said something to me that made me feel some type of way, oh, I'm coming back at you 20 times stronger and harder to make you feel even less than how you made me feel. Because I felt mm-hmm. like, oh, what you trying to throw jabs? Oh, I got you. And I would try to beat you all the way down because I was beat down. I was sarcastic. I mean, sometimes I still kid me, but it's in a joking way. But I was really sarcastic to the point of that was my normal talk. So stuff mm-hmm. like that is signs that you're disrespecting yourself. You really don't care about yourself as much as you try to claim and say you do. You really don't love yourself. And not only that, it's wounds that's deeply down in you that you covered up 
and you just ignored it and you like, mm, that don't exist. I put that out my head. It did exist. You just forgot. Like I told you, when I got sexually assaulted, I totally forgot I got sexually assaulted at 15 until that incident happened when I was an adult because I swept it under the rug. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you know, for everyone listening, we're talking to Coach Lee, you know, talking about her experiences and talking about her origin story, about what brought her to the woman she is now, you know, all the things and all, everything she learned, all her experiences, this and that. So now she's Coach Lee, and now you're getting to hear about how she became, you know, all the steps that 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 brought her there. So if you want to ask Coach Lee some questions, uh, if you want to ask questions about memorable moments by Lee, if you have questions about the upcoming event in Charlotte uh, that's being presented by Memorable Moments by Lee and Coach Lee, and I'll also be hosting uh, at the Water Bean Coffee Shop on October 9th at 7 p.m., right? <laughs> I'll be there anyway, but I forget the doors open. <laughs> yeah, 7 p.m. <laughs> if you guys want to know about that, just uh, just call in. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1. If you're streaming from your phone, all you have to do is just press 1, and we'll bring you on. We're talking to Coach Lee. If you're streaming from an app, a third-party website, or anything like that, and you don't have the number in front of you, that number is 929-477-3872, and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. All right? We're talking to Coach Lee. And, uh... Yeah, there's some things I want to add on to what you were saying. Uh, thank you all for streaming. You know, uh, that's cool, but we, we it's an interactive show, so press one. I mean, I, I appreciate the inboxes. Jay, this is this is very insightful. This is very interesting. Uh, hey, y'all get out of my inbox and call the show. <laughs> Talk to Coach Lee, too. Don't, it, you know, it, it's cool. I, I like the like button presses. I like the comments. Jay, keep doing your thing. Yeah, nice show. Da, da, da. That's cool, but call into the show and talk to Coach Lee, too. So, you know, so definitely press one if you're streaming from your phone. Um, and JT, I know you're hanging back, chilling. Uh, thank you for being here. I'm gonna uh, pass the mic to you in a minute. I just got a, another question. I want to add. Well, no, well, actually, kind of a comment, not much, much of a question, but I just want to say I want to add on to what you're saying. Um, is that I'm guilty of, of 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 the speaking. I'm guilty of that too, right? Not. Not not in a sense like I like I talk down on myself or anything like that. Not in that way. But I'm one of those people that if something stupid happens or if something bad happens, I'm like, oh, see, this is yep, that, that's my life. That I knew it was going to happen. It's almost like I'm waiting for something, like waiting for a cat. Like if, if I could have a great day or I could be in a great situation, and I'm waiting for the catch. I'm waiting. Well, okay, this is too good. This is too good. Everything's going right. Everything's perfect. Something is going to mess up, or something is going. Somebody's going to jump out, pop out, and it's going to be stupid. Uh, this is all a trick. Somebody's tricking me, and I, I. And then I would. My thoughts would actually affect my actions almost, to where I'm self-sabotaging the good moment, so something bad ends up happening. And I think, see, there you go. But then in re- when I think back on it, it's like, okay, it's me thinking too hard about something to where I'm projecting this negative thought onto the situation. And then when something, I, when something messed up happens, I say, oh, see, that's expected. 
you, you feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and that's how, I, well, I stopped thinking like that because it, it is, you do get to, some people have at that point be like, this is too good to be true. There's no way nothing ain't going to happen. But just like I said, the universe don't know if it's something good or bad. It just knows that's something that you wanted and expected. So by you saying this is too good to be true, something bad is going to happen, or somebody's going to jump out somewhere, and it's like, oh, okay, we can make it happen for you. Instead of you just mm-hmm. embracing that moment, being in that moment, and just celebrating that moment. That's why I always say, be in the moment. Just be in the moment. And it feels good in that moment. And you, by you yeah. being in that moment, you're not even thinking about, oh, goodness, something got to happen. No, you're not giving no room for that to happen. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Amen. Amen. And, uh, and I'm also, yeah, so, yeah, you got to change, you got to really change your mind, you know, really got to, got to, got to think differently because, you know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, yeah like, you, like you said. And also, too, by like getting away from people that think negatively mm-hmm. I, uh, a while back he's actually well he actually passed this this guy i knew uh can't, I, I mean you know i'm not to speak bad of the dead or anything but uh and i'm not i'm not gonna speak bad of the dead but I'm, it's got to make the point um it was a guy i knew from high school and we were kind of friends outside of high school in my maybe early 20s and i had to cut this guy off i had to i, had to, I said i had to you know i, had to, I can't you know, rock with this guy. He he ended up passing away about five years ago. Um, you know, but uh, but yeah, he he was such a. The thing about him, the reason I had to cut him off, is because like you, you get some of these friends. Sometimes when you think negatively, it's not because of your own thought. It's because of it's because you're rolling with people who are putting that mm-hmm. on. You know, like when yep. when you say when you. Yes, like when you say, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do, and they're shooting you down. Ah, you can't do that. You wouldn't be able to. Ah, you, ah, you couldn't do this. Ah, what makes you think you could do that? And it, and then you start thinking, well, damn, maybe I do suck. Maybe I, you know, maybe I ain't good. Maybe I, maybe I can't, you know, and it's like, no, leave that friend alone. They don't, nah, screw them. You know, that, don't, that's what, yes. And it's. Sad to say, it's family members like that. When Mm -hmm. I, because I had a business idea when I was in Maryland and I was like, oh, I want to do this, but I want to, that's when I was like, I want to be mobile. I want to have this mobile service. I can go to people's houses and do that. And people was like, nobody wants you to do that. What makes you think you could do that? How are you going to even do that? So I just started saying, how am I going to do that? I'm not going to be able to do that. Let me just get that thought out of my head. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, your environment and the people that you surround yourself with affects your thoughts a lot, a lot. And then even when you leave from them, you still thinking about, dang, I'm not all that. You know, so that's why I said if you're around some people that say negative stuff and bring you down and bringing that self down, what that. Make sure you're part mm-hmm. of that. Exactly. You gotta know when to cut people off when they're not. This is the thing: if someone is not serving you and aligned with you, the alignment is just 
just let them know now is not the season. This is not the season for us right now. Maybe later, but we're not in the right season at the time. Seasons change. Just know that. It's okay to just be like, I'm going to just connect from that person for right now. We're not in the same season. Because mm-hmm. one of my things was I used to try to bring people on this level that I was at when they was not ready. And I used to try to pull and pull and pull, and it's like they are not ready. So since they wasn't ready, I was getting so much headache from it because it's like now I'm bringing myself smaller, making myself smaller and bringing myself down to them just so we can be in alignment. And I'm like, that that don't make no sense. If I already was from that level, why would I drop myself back to that level? Because that person I want to come up with me. I had to realize we're not in the same season at this time. We're not aligned in the season. I'll see you when you rise. And on top of that, too, you can't always save somebody from drowning because they'll pull you yep. out, pull you down and drown you, too. You know, exactly. you might have to throw something out there to pull them in, you, but you can't go in the water and try to save them. They'll drown you, too. So, that, yeah, you got to get that those people out of your life, you know, and, and – you know, uh, even if they mean well, well, I guess they can't mean too much well if they're talking junk. <laughs> but uh, but even, you know, some people just have that mindset, and, you know, they're just negative like that. And, you know, yeah, just wish them well, but you can't can't rock with them. You know, hey, you, you just right. can't, can't do it. And and I don't, I, don't, I don't even attend my – I mean, I hate to speak bad about family like that. It's not, and it's, and it's some, there's some people that can't really relate that's listening – it's not always about, you know, you not being able to share ideas and things like that, because I know a lot of people have tight-knit families and stuff like that. But uh, it's not always about ideas. Sometimes it's just the, the people. You know what I mean? Sometimes the family that you select, you, you, you feel more at home with than people that were, you just kind of were born into a family, you know? Right. And some of those people that, do that live low vibrational stuff are in your family, you know, that you have yeah. to get away from, unfortunately. You know, I mean, you wish them the well, wish, because y'all share blood, you wish them well, but ah, you can't, you know, that, you got you to gotta survive, you know. Yeah. So one of the issues I had experienced a couple months ago was a family member in she just kept saying, well, I know you, I know you, you do this, you do that. I said, I haven't talked to you in almost a year. You don't know me. The person I was yesterday, I'm not even that person today. So for you to keep Mm -hmm. saying you know me, you know of the old past me. You don't know me because I'm still learning me every day. Every day I'm a new person. So for you to keep saying, I know you, you this, you that, it was just to bring me down to her level. Because the thing about it is she was like, oh, I'm so proud of you. You saying all this motivational stuff. I'll be listening to your videos. It make me feel good. But I know you. I know where you've been at. I know this. I know that. I'm like, okay. I'm glad you think that. (laughs) So just like you said, Every family is not like that, but it's that one person everybody knows that just want to be, they just don't know how to change. They just stuck. I'm going to say that. They stuck, and no matter how much someone try to help them, no matter how much someone try to assist them, they stuck, and they just stuck in that 
little world that they got caught up in, almost like being stuck in a spotter's web. And they stuck in this web, all they know is that frequency that keeps going off on that web, that's not a good one. So they just want to suck everybody else into the web with them. You're not going to get me. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Amen. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, again, for anybody that's streaming on your phone that want to talk to Coach Lee, just press 1. If you're streaming from your phone, just press 1. We're talking to Coach Lee. And like I said, this is an interactive show, so I know some people are like, oh, I just like to listen. No, stop. No, call in. Let's talk. So press 1 if you're streaming from your phone. If you're uh, on an app or a third-party website or a link or anything like that and you want to talk to Coach Lee, Give us a call at 929-477-3872, and then press 1, and we'll bring you on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, then, you know, I always like to say, you know, anybody with the, with too many I remember when stories, they they don't know you. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, because people that really rock with you, they talking about current stuff. They talking about what, you, where you, what you're doing now. You know, exactly. Anybody? I remember when you used to. Nope, you don't know me. <laughs> exactly. Because if I'm still on that same stuff from when you remember when, that means I stopped growing, and that's not good. Mhm. Oh yes, exactly. Well, I'm a, uh, the callers just want to. You know, this is what not callers. They streaming streamers. The streamers just want to stream and not call in right now. You know. Like I said, I appreciate y'all inboxing and commenting and stuff, but y'all gotta get we gotta get y'all on the on the digital meet group. We gotta get y'all on the line and chopping it up with us too, you know. So thank thank you for the inboxes and the comments, but y'all call in, call in. She, you know, Coach Lee's not gonna bite, you know. But I guess, I guess. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's a vegetarian, so she, ain't, she don't want to eat y'all anyway. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. um so yeah, let me I'm gonna pass the mic to JT. Oh, actually, JT, somebody just somebody's calling in. Let me uh, hold that thought, JT. Let me bring on this caller. Caller in the eight six zero seven zero nine. You're on the air. Who is this? Hi. Good evening. My name is Sharika. Good evening. Sharika. Sharika, how you doing? Hi. How are you? Hey. Oh, Sharika! That, hey, hi, that's Sharika. How you doing? Know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it when Black Topians call in. Yeah, <laughs> I was just I caught like um, just tuned in at like around nine thirty, and um, it was just interesting mm-hmm. to hear like the coach talking about like her past trauma, and just like you know, people around you and, like, their, their, I would say their spirit, because I'm I'm a firm believer in spirit. If someone has negative energy um, or they're, you know, they just have a negative aura, you pass on negative energy. So I'm mm-hmm. a firm believer in that because as I also used to do that with myself. I'm, you know, I, I came from childhood trauma, abuse, incest, um, 
you know, certain things you remember, certain things that you don't remember. But, you know, being 45 now and just looking back at it, I used to be, at, at the age of 17, I remember, you know, saying to myself, if you can't beat them, join them. I, I became ruthless as, as a female. I, I had two brothers, one sister, 11 years. My sister's 11 years younger than me, so it was only me with, you know, boys all the time. I'm an island girl. So it's like, it was really hard because, you know, Caribbean parents are difficult to deal with, especially there's like a mother and first daughter curse that I believe that everybody hears. It's like this island women, you know, because, you know, abuse is passed down. So because I didn't have the real interaction with my mother, she was, you know, she was a great parent, you know, she was very strict. But at the same time, it was a lot of negative energy. Oh, you can't do this. I'm not going to waste my time just going to college and not college materials. So eventually, you take on these characteristics of what these people are saying to you, thinking that they're, thinking that they're true. And growing up in life, you never really have an identity of who you are. And now, being 45 and having to deal with all that trauma, it kind of rid its ugly head ever since COVID happened and being inside the house, you really didn't have an avenue. So... I was unfortunately forced to deal with my trauma. It just came out little by little, but then it started surfacing, like all the past and all the memories. And it's really crazy to me that, you know, you really think about these things. I still have people in my life now that, you know, that just comment and say certain things. This one particular young lady I speak to every day. And it's like every day she has attitude. Every day there's a problem. And I'm just thinking to myself, hmm, we didn't have the same life growing up. But at the same time, my life isn't all negative. It's not all just terrible and disgusting. Because if that if that were the case, then I would have probably, you know, done away with myself a long time ago. Sometimes you have to think that there's a reason why you're here. You know, other people mm-hmm. don't tap into that that energy. They don't they don't tap in and listen to the universe. Now I listen to the universe, what it's telling me, and it's like now I'm finally going for what I always wanted to do for myself instead of somebody else telling me, no, you can't do that, or other people saying certain things. So sometimes your family, they mean well, but I think because they really don't know themselves or really don't trust themselves that they can do certain things, and they talk you out of things that you want to do, not realizing that they're doing it. Some people just intentionally have like a negative, ugly spirit, but I don't believe that people are like that by nature. I believe that they... You know, something happens in their life to where they, they all of a sudden become that way. But if you don't take the time out to get to know and understand yourself and think about why you think the things that you think or where did it come from, then you're never going to get to the level that you want to be. So me being older and me understanding that I had childhood trauma, no, I'm not this way. No, I'm not a mean person. No, I'm not evil-spirited. No, I'm not all the things that, you know, my mom or other people may have called me. It's like, it's easy to beat someone else down because you don't love yourself. It's easy to talk negative about somebody when you don't have faith in yourself because you don't want that that person to prosper. It's easy to tear them down because eventually they will start to feel how you feel. That's why I'm a strong believer in they say misery loves company. Because when you're miserable, you always find another miserable person that's right there next to you, just feeding into that misery. 
And then before you know it, because they don't want to be alone, they're going to add you on even more. Now, they're not even concerned about that problem. And That's right, downstairs. girl. And what, what does that going on? Now they're concerned and they're consumed by, oh, let me help her. Poor sight. Oh, my goodness. She's going to be such a hard time. Now they don't even focus on what I got focused on anymore because now they want to fix you. Now you're something fixable. Now you're a project. You know, you're a project. It's like, oh, let me help the poor person or let me help this person. Let me help. No, help yourself because that's what you need. I can fix myself and I'm in the process of fixing myself. But now I just learn to not deal with all the negative around me. And it, it, sometimes it's difficult because when you have family, friends, or foes, or whoever, and, you know, saying all of those things, sometimes you get in a hair space where you think what they're saying is true. But they're not true. They're not true at all. I think deep down everybody knows what flaws they have. It's just a matter if you want to fix those flaws. Now, if you're a disgusting human being, right, and you know you're a disgusting human being because you look in the mirror every single day. You need to tell me you don't wake up in the morning and say, you know what? I'm going to try not to be negative today. I'm going to just say one word about myself that's positive, right? You can find five or ten things that's negative to say about yourself. But it's very hard to find something that's positive about yourself when you think that all these things are wrong with you. That's because of what other people have said to you. Not necessarily about how you feel about yourself, but because they said these things. Now it's like, wait a minute, are they right? Uh, uh, what are they, what are they saying, things that are actually true? Now you're looking at yourself and like, hmm, I wonder what they said. Now you're second-guessing yourself. Now it's like, oh, my goodness, am I this terrible person? Am I this? Am I that? No, you're not. It's somebody else's belief or perception of you. People know, you know, like Coach is saying, you know, there's a person that, her relative, I believe it was, I don't want to misspeak, but, you know, she says, you don't know me now. There's a lot of people that I grew up with, high school, you know, um, just adult life that you encounter every day. Someone says, oh, I know her. No, you don't know me. You know the old version of me. You know the old person. You may not know the new person that I've become now. So when it comes to someone saying negative or anything like that, you know, if they're talking and, and they're having a conversation, first I try to listen, and then I try to process what they're telling me. And then also, I have to take myself out of the equation because if there's something that they're feeling towards themselves, then that's their feeling. That's not my feeling. You know, so if they're being negative, I can either sit there and listen, feed into that negativity, or I can be a positive contribution in their life, like an administrator of some sort, and say, hey, listen, why are you feeling negative? Are you dying? Is someone in your family dying? Did you lose your house? Are you hungry? Can you feed your children? Do you have a car? What is going on in your life that's so terrible that you hate it so much? Because if you hate it that much, then nobody wants to be around negativity, okay? If you want to go somewhere, isolate, think about why you're that negative. Think about what it is about your life that you need to fix, and then fix it. Stop complaining. But then also stop bringing your negative energy onto other people because... Other people may not feel like that, and then you may portray something onto someone else, and they may, may be a lot worse than who you are. They may get to the point where they've had enough with their life, you know? So 
I don't know. I just feel like for me personally, when someone is thinking negative, like, excuse me, no, I don't. I don't um, if you're going to be negative, if you're going to think like that, then this is where I end the conversation. Before, I used to listen. Before, it used to get to me a lot. It used to bother me. Now, I don't let it bother me as such because I am me, they are them. What happened in their life is not going to happen. People, that go through, people go through similar situations, not exactly the same. But it's up to you whether you want to fix it. You could complain all day, but then there's just going to be another complainer. He's sitting down there, and their life is wasting away. And before you know it, it's like, oh, they spent all this time complaining when I could have done something about it. So it's either you do one or the other. You sit there and complain, and you draw other people down that are willing to go down with you because you're a sinking ship. Or you decide whether you want to pick yourself up and dust yourself off and try again because it's called life. And, of course, you can't change the past, but you can make your future better. So, I don't know, this is a very interesting conversation. I wasn't going to, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm not really a talker. And the reason why I'm not a talker, because everybody makes fun of me and my accent. And I got tired of that. You know, but now I'm starting to see, like, hmm, I have something to say. Just like other people have stuff to say. It doesn't matter that my accent is a little different from somebody else, but my delivery may be the same. So that's what we, kind of encouraging calling. Oh yeah, well it's not it? about the uh, accent. Uh, yeah, you are uh, you you saying a lot of great things, you know, and, and it's all flowing with uh with what Coach Lee, you know, it, it's all right on on the topic, and you know, uh, 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 Sharika, I'd like to add you to uh, Coach Lee's self love group, and you know, you could definitely express yourself in this way. In the group, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a self-love support group. We help each other love ourselves, you know. Uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to add to the group. No, uh, I send you mind. a link and you can... I don't mind you at say all. You don't mind? I, you know, I don't mind at all, no. Because I, I, I like to okay. take, you know, positive feedback anyway. I, I mean, I still go to therapy. As a matter of fact, I had therapy today. And six months ago, I was... I was depressed beyond belief. I was suicidal. Mm. So six months, six months ago, six months ago, what? it could have been, it, it could have been worse. It could have been so much worse if I didn't want to actually get the help. But, you yeah. know, at this point, yeah. I'm willing to take all the help that I can possibly get. So I want to add yeah. this. I want to say I'm proud of you. As you said, I normally Thank don't you. talk because people talk about my accent. I am proud of you for voicing your opinion. Because let me tell you, it was once upon a time that I did not talk. So many people say you talk too much. Nobody want to hear what you got to say. You always got too much to say. So I lost my voice at one point because of what people were saying about me, about my me talking. Know that you do have a story to share, and your story will help someone else. Your accent is beautiful. Thank you. Just know that. It is very pretty. And I'm like, I'm just sitting up here listening. I'm like, where is she from? Oh, my goodness. Your accent is very unique. Just like everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, your story. Let me tell you. And then when you were saying, you know, you're real spiritual and you do with energy, like, that's who I am as well. I am... Because I also can read people energy. I don't 
broadcast because I don't want people to be like, oh, she might be reading my energy right now. No. (laughs) (laughs) It don't work like that. But, yeah, so it's like I used to didn't understand that, that gift of me, and I used to take on so many other people's energy. And I used to be like, why am I feeling like this? What happened? I was all, I was just feeling the, one way, and now I'm feeling another way because I was absorbing people's energy. But now I, mm-hmm. I learned how to distinguish this is not my feelings. This is not mine. This is someone else's. Thank you for showing me how you feel, but I'm good. And right. with that, it's like I had to learn to separate it. And then on top of that, it's also I was part of my gift. I can tell, like, if you would if you have blockage somewhere in your, with your chakras, because I also, I'm all about chakras, I'm all about energy, I'm all about auras, the universe. And I used to, people used to make me feel bad about that. And I used to be like, well, why am I feeling bad? Because someone else don't understand my gift that I was given. Mm-hmm. And part of that, I was given it was to help me help heal, assist others in their healing journey. And I didn't know that because people used to make me feel bad for it. So since they used to make me feel bad for it, I shrunk it. And then now it's like if somebody make you feel bad because that's their opinion and they just don't understand, continue to do what I have to do. Continue to just like you, continue to grow. Continue to do what you have to do for you. And I'm so proud because you took the initiative to know I need to go talk to someone. I need to figure out what's going on. I need to, I want to walk into my healing journey. I want to walk into the space that's going to make me feel good. So by you even taking that, it's a big step. Thank you. I appreciate you for saying that. I, I, I also think that after a while, people have to take ownership of their own destiny. Yes. You know, they, they, so you have to decide what type of life you want to be. I'm, me, naturally, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a nice person, upbeat. I try to help everybody, but it came to a point where just so I wouldn't have to deal with my own problems, I swept mine under the rug, and anybody that I can fix or help along the way, now their problems became my problems because mm. automatically you took on that role. Like, I can fix it. I'm a mother. I can tell you what to do. So... You know, it's easy to see what somebody else is going through, or it's easy to be that that third eye looking in and tell them what to do or how you can help them to fix it. But even a therapist needs a therapist, right? Psychiatrist needs a psychiatrist. Even a doctor needs a doctor. I had to learn that because I wasn't ready to deal with the those demons from my past, and I realized that because when I moved to New England or Connecticut. I'm originally from Bermuda. So a lot of people don't encounter Bermudians. We're nice to everybody. We say good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Manners are due to all dogs. Manners are due to everyone. So we speak to everybody. We don't always get the same in return, but New England was a culture shock for me because people are just so rude and they have, their manners are much to be desired. So that was, it was really hard for me coming from, you know, 18 years old, coming to a place and getting nothing in the boat, you know, you know, Caribbean culture is different. You know, Ireland culture is different. My mom is Jamaican. So it's like all of those things, eventually over time, because everybody couldn't understand what I was saying, 
it's not even a matter of understanding what I'm saying. I think it's ignorance because I speak English just like someone else speaks English. I can understand your English, the way you speak, your dialect, because that's the way you, you know, you speak. Uh, but Sharika. people were like, huh? What did you say? And I couldn't understand well, that for the life of me. Yeah, well, Sharika, I just want to let you know that some of these people that speak English here in America, they don't actually, uh, they don't speak English. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> 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 I mean, you read the comments, not just talking to them. <laughs> like, what the hell are they just? That, that's really, that's really true. But you know, just just a person just coming from an island and just not, you know, speaking the same way, you get that, huh? What did you say? We can't understand what you're saying. I'm like, hey, isn't that some Isn't that something? You can't understand me, but the other one who speaks broken English and I'm, I speak proper English, just say that you want me to speak a little clearer. I, I don't understand. So in order to fit in, because it, it was just a, a thing, like where they always made fun of me. So just to fit in, I started speaking with an American accent. And before you know it, years went by, and I did not speak with a Bermudian accent to the point where my family used to come here, and they're like, you don't even sound like a Bermudian anymore. So I feel like I was losing myself, and it wasn't until my 40th birthday that I went back home and I fell in love all over again. And I went by the waterside and I just started to think, why am I changing myself for other people? Why am I talking different to, to, to make other people feel comfortable with the way that I speak? Because you can understand me quite well. I think I speak well. Um, but just because you don't understand me, if you don't understand, just ask me to rephrase or say something else or, you know, try to make them understand. But I think it's just more so ignorance because you don't really get it. I, I still, as a black woman, I still get, you know, people that look at me strange, especially Caucasian people, when I start speaking and they're like, oh, my goodness, what is going on? I'm like, it's, I, I literally had to ask a gentleman on a job interview because he was staring at me like I was an alien. And... Of course, being over the phone, you don't really see the person, so you don't really know what nationality or color they are. So upon having a face-to-face -face interview, he starts staring at me. And he says, can I um, make a personal statement? I say, sure, you can do anything you like. So he said, you're black. I oh, said, wow. yes, I'm black. What did you expect me to be, puppy? He was like, no, well, you know, over the phone, you don't sound like a black woman. So I said, well, what does a black woman sound like, if you don't mind me asking? You want to hear how a black woman sounds? He couldn't really, he couldn't really <laughs> give a response. That's right, girl. He couldn't give a response. Child. That. <laughs> I, I, was just, I was a little bit mortified and confused. That's what he was thinking. Yeah, I was a little bit more, even even to this day, you know, people, you know, you start talking and you, you may be in a, you know, store or anything, you ask a question and they just look at you like a deer in headlights. I'm like, did I say that something? Is somebody behind me? Do I have something on my forehead? What is this? Why are you staring at me like that? They're like, oh my goodness. Um, you're black, but you talk funny. Uh, no, I don't talk funny. I speak proper English. Are you not used to anybody speaking proper English? So now when they say something to me, instead of 
because it's, it's, it's instead of me being insulting or trying, you know, like taking what they say to me and being insulted by it. No, I'm not insulted by it. I'm just, I try to give them a little lesson. I'm from Bermuda. We are British colony. We're British subjects. Queen of England. Hi, that's why we talk like this. So now mm-hmm. that you know, now I don't speak funny anymore, huh? It's just, you know, it's just those things that sometimes you just have to give them back a dose of what they give you. Yeah. And, and yeah. sometimes it's just, yeah. an educational, it's just an educational piece for them because it's like, oh, you're black, but you talk weird. You talk str- No, I don't talk weird or strange. I have an accent. And that, everybody has an accent, really, you know, because, I mean, exactly. everybody on this phone has an accent. That we, it's just that we have an American accent, you know. It's just that, uh, you know, I know I can imagine a white woman coming up, oh, my God, you sound like that? Wow. My daughter would absolutely love you. Can I touch your hair? I get, you know. <laughs> right. Now. You know what? I'm going to add to what she was saying. Like, I used to have people tell me, why are you using that white voice? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And like, why are you why are you talking white? And I'm like, what is talking white? Because I am talking proper or, or articulating my words in a way you don't. That's considered not talking right. So everyone has their opinions on it when they don't understand, when they're not educated. So I had to stop taking it personal, too, because I used to try to be like, well, let me let me figure out how to talk black. But then it's like, well, what is talking black? You know, so... I feel everything you're saying, just like even moving to Charlotte, everybody like, oh, I could tell you from Baltimore. I'm like, what you mean? <laughs> Your accent. And I'm like, oh, okay. My accent. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it, but okay. So I He's totally sure. understand what you're saying. I totally get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, now Sharika, <laughs> you're currently from Baltimore, uh, right? You're from Maryland right now. I mean, not from, I know you're from Bermuda, but you're in Baltimore, right? No, I'm actually in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh, oh, okay. I'm up north. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I'm up north. Yeah, yeah. West Coast, New I'm, Englanders. New England. Maryland ain't too far from that, though, is it? No, it's not too far from here. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. That's probably why it's got oh, Okay. Yeah. But just conforming to other people's standards of, you know, how black people should talk or, you know, when they see a black person from somewhere else, whether it's England or, you know, Africa or whatever, it's like hearing them speak, people, you know, automatically get taken by it. Like, oh, she, she must be, you know, she must have Caucasian people in her family. Oh, she must have went to a good school or she must have... You know, all of those things, it's like you hear this, it's just like, what, is, what am I hearing? Mm-hmm. So I, I try to just leave that aspect out of it. Now I just talk with my regular Bermudian accent. Whoever don't understand, they don't understand. Right. I, you know, you can't please everybody. You know, I, I had to no. get out of the habit. I had to get out of that habit, which is, which is a terrible habit to have, of trying to make other people feel comfortable while you're uncomfortable. So and that I'm not going to make myself uncomfortable anymore for, for somebody else's, you know, for somebody else's comfort. That's good. Yeah. 
And I, I used to have to deal with that. That was I used to deal with that because I used to try to be a people pleaser. And it's like, I just want to please everyone, make everyone feel good. But then I was shrinking myself. So, yeah, when it comes to trying to please everyone else, no. You have to make sure you are comfortable. Please yourself first. Make sure you are good first. And then if you want to help someone else, that's fine. I'm not saying don't help nobody, but you have to make sure you are good inside first. Hashtag me first. Yep. Oh yeah. People are people are draining. People are very draining. They will suck your energy. I, I call them vampires. People don't realize I, yeah, I was the vampires. Say the vampire suckers, the vampire energy <laughs> takers. <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's it's really funny because I never thought that I would be actually I never thought that I would actually do this or, you know, have a conversation, especially over the phone, but I'm I'm glad I did. I'm glad you did, too. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely glad you called in, Sharika. Uh, I I sent you the link to the uh, Memorable Moments by Lee self-love Facebook group, so you're welcome to join it and, you know, and, and express yourself that way as well. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And Coach Lee can definitely help you in many ways. I know you, you already – in therapy, but uh, Coach Lee has many different workshops. She has many different services, support services, things like that, that can definitely help you, you know, get over those humps, get over the drama and stuff like that. So I definitely recommend Anybody streaming right now, you know, just go to MemorableMomentsByLeeLLC.com. Also follow her on Instagram at MemorableMomentsByLee. Definitely Coach Lee has a lot of great information. She has uh, – different things that could definitely help, you know, get you through life. You know, because, uh, cause, I, yes. Go ahead. Mike is yours. Hello? Hello? I, I don't know if someone else is trying to say something. I heard something. Yeah, yeah I don't know either. Was you passing the okay. mic to JT? I don't. I don't know. Oh no, you you it's it's uh, it's all yours, uh, Coach Lee. Oh no, I just was gonna add that yes, I um not only is I have the let's talk about it overcoming grief, trauma, and abuse this Saturday. I also have another event coming up October the twentieth. It's a webinar called and it's Seven Secrets to Healing, where I will be giving information on ways to, that you can start healing on your healing journey and talking about different types of chakras that when they are blocked and what happens and things you experience and stuff like that. That is also coming up um, October the 20th. And I will be starting a coaching program November the 1st. And with that program, really, really diving deep in your healing journey. And when I say diving deep, we're going to be actually really pushing through that pain of some childhood wounds that need to be healed so that you can start manifesting true, healthy, loving relationships. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So everybody save those dates. You know? Yeah, and of course, on the ninth. 
on October, not October, October. Sorry about that. That wasn't an accent thing. I, my tongue got in the way. Uh, on <laughs> yeah, I on, on You know how that happens sometimes. Uh, on October 9th, Coach Lee will be. Uh, will, will she pre- she's presenting. Oh, she already said the event uh, at the Water Bean Coffee on North Trine Street. Come on out. Let's talk about it. That's the name of the event. Going to have guest speakers. Going to have DJ Wolf. DJ Wolf was the same DJ we had at Black Topia Presents Soulful Saturday at the Coffee Bean at the Water Bean Coffee. Excuse me, Water Bean Coffee House. And uh, and of course, I'll be hosting. I'll be introducing the panel and the speakers, and uh, and, and also being some guy named Jay, like I like I'm always am. <laughs> so uh, come on out and enjoy yourself. Uh, and also good to hear Nicole Williams is going to be there as well. You know, because Nicole Williams has an event. Um, so, you know, of course, it's, uh, well, it's October. It's all kind of things. Yes. Her event is October yes. 23rd, and I will be assisting and helping her with that event as well. Yes, yes. So I'll, I'll be in the building there. Uh, so at both events. So uh, And I'll also be hosting the – I'll be hosting that one too. Yes. Huh? <laughs> so, so, yeah, I, I, I – <laughs> But I won't be hosting the whole portion. I'll just be hosting the talent portion. Uh, there's other, I, I guess, the other hosts. Yeah, but I'll, I'll be doing the talent portion of the event. So, yeah. <laughs> October is a full month. Uh, it's also my birthday month. Yay. So, listen yes. in my birthday month, I have 50% off sale going on on my website. Memorable Moments by Lee, LLC.com. If you are someone that feels as though you need to get uh, energy reading done because you feel like things have been going on and, like, you're not understanding, I can assist you and let you know what's going on and pinpoint it and tell you how common what to do. I also have my self-love oil on sale. With the self-love oil, it helps with boosting up your confidence because when it comes to loving yourself, your confidence level be low. So it helps in, it helps with increasing and then boosting that confidence of you for you so you can love on you. It's, the fragrance smells so wonderful. And also I do Reiki. So if you go on there, that's also on sale as a 50% off because it's celebrating my birthday this month, all month long. <laughs> And that is, if anyone does not understand what Reiki is, Reiki is basically the universal way of energy healing. And you will be able to get attuned and find out what also is included part of with an energy reading, but that goes in more deep depth. depth. Can't even talk. That goes into more detail because now I am helping you heal them areas that need to be healed and attuned in them. So, yes, check out my website, memblemomentsbylee.llc.com, and get your 50% off. Oh, yes. And also I'm going to give a testimonial on behalf of someone else uh, about your Reiki. Um, now, you know, uh, uh, now this is, before, this is before you became a client of mine, and this is before I knew you did, did Reiki. Um, we we – uh, I saw you at one of Tiffany Brown's events. 
not uh, the one that she had held at, uh, at, her, at her house. And uh, me oh, and, a, yeah. and a woman that I was in a relationship with at the time, uh, we attended, <laughs> and you gave her a hug. And and she said, oh, my God. Like, the hug almost took the, 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 the angry angriness out of her. And she was like, oh, my God, that <laughs> hug. That was that, – that's that, – because yeah, she was a, she was bothered by something earlier, but uh, but but that she was oh my, she kept she kept going on and on and on about the hug you gave her, and so I said, her, you know what, I think she does rank it. That's probably what she did. She probably when she hugged you, she used that on you, you know, and <laughs> and she looked at me like huh, and then when I got you as a client, you also said you did that. So I'm like oh yeah okay, so you did use it on her, right? <laughs> I really I, I guess you used it. I really didn't, but just like I said, since I I had one of them gifts of knowing, like, can pull people, certain things out of them without even, sometimes I used to do it without me even knowing, and now since I know that that's a gift of mine, I've, I've learned how to not do it all the time, but at that time, I can sense when someone is going through some certain things, and it's like, you know what, just give me a hug, let me help you out here. So I didn't you even hugged, know, I know you didn't even this back. the first time he's hearing you tell me say this. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I never told you that, but yeah, because uh, when you rubbed her, I noticed how you rubbed her back a certain way. It wasn't like a regular pat on the back hug that everybody else does. You rubbed it. I was like, ah, oh, that's probably what what. Cause I, you know, I, I'm some guy named Jay. I be I pay attention to a lot of stuff and, and overanalyze things. <laughs> so, uh, so that yeah, so yeah, I I was right. Well, I got well. You don't know because you said you didn't know if you use it, but you say you use it so much that you you know. <laughs> no, it was more so I can I can sense like say for example that I might not know what she was going through, but it's like okay, I let me give you give you a hug because I felt a heaviness, but not heaviness, not heavy to the to the point where it's like uh uh-uh, something ain't right with her. But heaviness yeah. as far as she's going through something. Yeah. So, yeah. Ah. Uh, oh yeah, that's all kind of great talent. So, uh, so yeah. So hey, Coach Lee is working even when she's not working. <laughs> so that's how good a method. Yes. <laughs> so definitely, um, you know, you you know, get in touch with her. Memorable moments by Lee. Memorable Moments by Lee, LLC.com. Uh, at Memorable Moments by Lee, if you're on Instagram, follow her. And also join us in the Memorable Moments by Lee self-love support group. You know, we're going to, you know, Coach Lee does a live in there every Friday. Does She does many, a lot of different lives, but on Friday, has Express Yourself Fridays. Join. You know, I'm in there as well. So that's, 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 even, that's even more reasons. You know, so come on in, join us. Yeah. Uh, well, yes. Um, well, uh, Coach Lee, it was, it was great having you. I I wish we would have promoted the show a little better, like kind of a last minute, <laughs> you know, show. But um, I'm glad we got some. I'm glad, Sharik. I'm glad you called in. Uh, I'm glad we got more people streaming and things. But you know, none of the. Not a lot of interaction for this show, but that's good. Either way, it's a good replayable show. There's a lot of great information was being shared uh, during this show. Um, definitely. Uh, 
So, yeah, so before we wrap it up, um, well, actually, Sharika, since you're still hanging with us, uh, is there anything you want to say right quick before we uh, wrap it up, before I pass it to Coach Lee and we wrap it up? Um, not too much. I, I've already actually joined um, Coach Lee's Facebook group. Um, I'm going to be checking it out, just seeing what kind of information is out there. But, you know, i just like to thank you for, you know, opening up your platform. Um, I'm a very shy type of person, per se, when it comes to speaking. But, you know, now I'm finding my voice. So you can't wait to, you know, join other shows that you have for Coach Lee's events. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm glad you found your voice. One of the people inboxed me uh, that was listening to the show, uh, she said you had a great accent. So, you know, people are, you know, some of the streamers that, you know, they're, they're enjoying how you speak. So definitely, you know, feel free to express yourself, you know. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I bet you some, you know, some random people. Is it, did he just mention a group called Blacktopia? I don't hear no black people on the phone. Is this the right but you know, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Well, uh, well, Coach Lee, I'm, I'm gonna pass the mic to you. Is there anything you would like to say? Anything you'd like to leave us with before we uh, end it? Like I always end everything: have peace in your mind, love in your heart, happiness in your soul. Namaste. Oh yes. All right. Thank you all for streaming. I wish you guys would call in next time. You streaming and inboxing me. <laughs> but uh, thank you all for streaming. You don't have to go home, but you got to get off this thing. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>